فاشرف بي لاشتغالي بالعلم ولا تبغي به ما عشت يا ذا بدلا ويا له من شرف عظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه والتابعين لهم باحسان الى يوم الدين ما بعد We were talking about the statement of the author وفيها المقبول والمردود when the author was speaking about the ahadith which are maqbul accepted and the ahadith which are mardud which are rejected that's what we were speaking about uh, in our last lesson uh, on the sharh of the kitab Nuzhatul Nadar fi Tawdihi Nukbatul Fikr. What I mentioned last time was one should not understand from the statement of the author Rahimahullah when he speaks about Mutawatir that it's not something that's researched. Like when something reaches Haddul Tawatur, it reaches the level of multitude narration. There is no reason for a person to go out of his way and to research. We mentioned that one should not understand from that. That الحديث, That if a narration is so much in number, that automatically it means that this hadith is mutawatir. And so what you do is you conflate كثرت الطرق with tawatir. We mentioned that. And I gave an example of a particular hadith. Hey Abbas, what was the hadith I mentioned for that particular situation? That has come in so much narrations, but it's not mutawatir. Rather, it's weak. No, that was mashhur. When we speak of mashhur. Hey Muhammad. Mm-hmm. It was the hadith of Talabul Ilmi Faridatun ala kulli Muslimin. Seeking knowledge is obligatory on every Muslim. This hadith was an example we gave to explain and Kathrata Turuki and Kathrata Turuki wal Asanidi La Ta'ni Tawatura. It doesn't mean that's a qa'ida you memorize. And Kathrata Turuki. The, um, the narrations becoming too much and the chains being so much it doesn't mean that it's what? doesn't mean it's mutawatir whether that mutawatir is of course mutlaq or nisbi okay now we're going to go into another point inshallah ta'ala uh, another point that I want to mention which is many students of knowledge who look into ilm al-hadith Rather, some people may even attribute themselves to the knowledge of Ilm al-Hadith. They may not understand the statement of the author, Rahimahullah, Al-Hafid ibn Hajar, uh, which he says, Al-Mutawatir la yubhathu an rijalih, bal yajibu la'abalu bihi min ghayri bahthin. And the statement of who? Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, where he says al ilm al hasil aqiba al khabar taratan yakunu li kathrat al mukhbirin wa idha kathar wa idha kathru 
فقد يفيد خبرهم العلم وإن كانوا كفارا And that statement of Ibn Kataymiyyah rahimahullah where he says the knowledge that's taken from the narration the knowledge that we take from a narration that has reached mutawatir or the people who told us so much it gives us certainty even if the people who are telling us are kuffar if millions of kuffar say something it becomes mutawatir does it make sense? so here the kalam of Shaykh Rasulullah Taymiyyah and the kalam of Ibn Hajar rahimahullah are both kalam which is sahih la gubara alayhi kalam which is sahih la gubara alayhi there is no dust or taint on it but the reality of the matter is as we previously mentioned the statement of Ibn Hajar and Ibn Taymiyyah need understanding many people for example they will come across a hadith Large, it means maybe it's 10 generations or even 20 or even more, all attributed to مثلاً, the Prophet. And they straight away what they say is that that this hadith, the ruling for it is that's a khabar which is mutawatir. Without having looked at the chain of narration and the turuq and standing over it, they assume straight away by that statement of or the numbers that they saw that it is mutawatir and there's no need for researching or looking into it and that's incorrect because the hadith that's looked at is the hadith that is mutawatir not the hadith that's its chain is large in number Hassan al-Basri many hadith are attributed to him and it's said that he narrated a student of knowledge wants to see check the hadith what does he do he goes and he he stands over the narration. Is it attributed to Hassan al-Basri corrected? Correctly. Are the people who are saying Hassan al-Basri said this hadith, are they actually right in saying so? Or are they not? Number th- point number three that I really want to bring to your attention is At-Tawatur is no'an. Hadith which is mutawatir is what? It's two types. Tawatur lafzi and Tawatur ma'anawi. The Tawatur lafzi and Tawatur ma'anawi, the scholars differ in what it means. They're not all in agreement what, they, what it means, the Tawatul Lafdi and Tawatul Ma'alawi. <laughs> We're going to take one definition of what Tawatul Lafdi and Tawatul Ma'anawi means. What does Tawatul Lafdi mean? It means, Different narrations come. Every riwayah of all of it, pay attention, Tawatul Lafdi is what? There comes many narrations, or many different narrations, multitude narrations, okay? Each riwayah is not conditioned for it to be mutawatir. Each one is not mutawatir by itself. It's not. Are you with me? But all of them have agreed in terms of wording, and they've also agreed with each other in terms of meaning or even they only agree with each other in terms of meaning. They agree with each other in terms of meaning. For example, the Prophet leaving Mecca and going to Medina. This is mutawatir. The fact that the Prophet migrated from Mecca where he lived and he was born and he migrated to Medina, this is mutawatir. 
the fact that the Prophet died in Medina and was buried in Medina is also mutawatir. The fact that the Prophet's grave is today in Medina is mutawatir. The Prophet's masjid is in Medina today is mutawatir. The fact that the Prophet's companions would honor him and they would venerate him and grow all of that is what? Mutawatir. Uh, the fact that the Prophet used to honor the Quran and respect the Quran is also mutawatir. The number of raka'at uh, that are mentioned for Dhuhr and Asr and Maghrib and Isha and Fajr is mutawatir. The raka'at that are is mutawatir. The pillars that are mentioned and the order in which it is mentioned is mutawatir. The fact that zakat is wajib and it's fard is also mutawatir. Psalm is mutawatir. Hajj is mutawatir. All of this, when you look at it, is mutawatir. Multitude. Okay? That's what lovely means. Ma'anawi means ayyarwi jama'atun kathirun. Ma'anawi means tawatur ma'anawi is a large amount of people narrate this hadith. Yaqa'ul ilmu bi khabarihim. The narration that they have brought forward, it brings to us what? It gives us certainty. Are you with me? كل واحد منهم حكما غير الذي يروي صاحبه. But the, each narration mentions within it other rulings that are not in this other narration. So they have what is known as قدر which is مشترك, an amount which is shared between all of them. Are you there? And the way that it's, this conclusion has been brought is There's no wording for it. The hadith doesn't say that per, word for word. It's the way that it's been found in this narration. And it's also been found in this narration. And it's also found in this narration. It's extraction and what? Understanding. Like for example, one man went to Yemen and he called the people to Islam. What does the narration tell us here? That the Prophet ﷺ, who did he send Yemen to? By himself? Mu'ad was sent to Yemen by himself. The narration says that the Prophet ﷺ sent Mu'ad. He said, Ya Mu'ad, kitab. The narration here doesn't say Mu'ad one by himself. It doesn't say any of that. But from the narration we took from it that Mu'ad was alone and he was sent to Yemen. We take from the hujjiyah of Khabarul Wahid. And then we go to the incident that happened when the Qibla was changed. And the Prophet ﷺ was told to face away from Baytul Maqdis and now to face towards Makkah. So the Prophet turned from the Qibla. He's, one man went and told the people who were praying. Okay, and the narration now is not focusing on the issue of if one person went or two people went. It's not talking about it. It's just talking about that the Qibla has been changed. But from these two different narrations, on two different situations, in two different matters, we've taken one common thing from both of them, which is what? That one individual has gone and done 
conveying a message. And it shows us that a singular narration is taken. Are you with me, brothers? Also, we have the Prophet the pebbles and the rocks doing tasbih with him, alayhi salatu salam, in his hands. We also have the Hanin al the uh, the branch crying for him, alayhi salatu salam. We have the water gushing from his fingers, alayhi salatu salam. We also have making little food large in its, its usage. The food was little, but when the people had it, everyone got full and passed over to the rest. And the, all of this, what does it show us? The animals also talking to him. All of these are different issues, but they all show us what? One thing we take from that, which is mutawatir from here now. What is it? That the miracle of the Prophet, and that he's a Nabi min Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Are you with me? Like each hadith here, we took it from it, ala tariqati, ala tariqati al-istibbati wal-fahmi. The previous one, like it, the previous one, it's mansusun alayhi, it's said. The Prophet left Mecca, he went to Medina. It's said. Are you there? Or the meaning is there. The meaning is there. The wording are not all the same, but the meaning are the same. Okay? This one on the other hand, it's us extracting it out. That's the tarif I just gave right now, is the tarif given by Khatib al Baghdadi. Baghdadi took this tarif. And Imam Khatib al Baghdadi, to him, that is what Mutawatir Lafdi means. Okay? And based on what Khatib al-Baghdadi mentioned, his usage of Tawatur Lafdi and Tawatur Ma'alawi, each one has many examples. Are we, are we together? But if we take the definition put by Amr ibn Salah, ibn Salah, the great Imam, he stuck with the Tawatur Lafdi is every hadith word for word. It has to be in other different places. Does that make sense? And he could not find except one hadith that, because of the fact that his conditions are tough on what Tawatur Lafdi is, that each hadith has to have what the other hadith said, word for word. Are you there? It's hard to find any hadith like that, where multitude narrations have come and it's just the same word. The only narration which he could find is what? مَنْ كَذَبَ عَلَيَّ مُتَعَمِّدًا فَلِيَتَبَوَّأْ مَقْعَدَهُ مِنَ اللَّهِ that's who Ibn Salah could find. And Ibn Salah is an imam which is wasi'u al-tila'a. His reading is very vast. Are you there? The reason why he couldn't find anything is because his ta'rif of tawatur lafdi is tayyik, is very restricted. But if we take the tarif of Khatib al-Baghdadi, do we have a more vast examples? Yeah, we have more examples. We have... Well, number four, another thing I need to mention here is the A'imma rahimahumullah, may Allah bestow his never-ending mercy on the A'imma. They use a particular issue or a particular chapter or even a particular hukum. 
They might say this ruling is mutawatir. Or a particular matter, they may say it's mutawatir. Are you there? They will say, for example, this particular issue is mutawatir. Okay, or this particular ruling is mutawatir. Because of the excessive akhbar which are authentically transmitted to us that this ruling is in. So some people will come, who doesn't really understand what the scholars say and what they mean by it, and what's actually said here. So what do they do? They find a hadith which that ruling is in, and they say that whole hadith is mutawatir. Are we all together? For example, we know the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he did the concept of raf'ul yanayn, raising of the hands in different situations. Did he not? He did. Because there are kathratil riwayat al-sahiha alati ja'at al Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam fi waqa'i mukhtalifa, in different events where he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he raised his hands. All of these narrations, they consist of one thing which they have in common. What is that one thing that they have in common? Each one of them. They are authentic. Each one is authentic. And they've reached that large number. And the fact that uh, it all mentions that the Prophet raised his hands when he was making dua. Are you there? But don't you know that each narration has a ziyadat in it, extra points before it or even after the hadith that are mentioned in it. So if you say that hadith is mutawatir, you're also saying the other information in there is mutawatir. And what's mutawatir is only the segment which mentions that the Prophet raised his hand. And the qadr which is mushtarak between the amount shared between all of these narrations. Are you there? Whereas not each narration is mutawatir. Not each narration is mutawatir. Because as we know the Prophet he raised his hand sometimes alayhi in a particular situation. Or fi sa'atin mu'ayyanatin, or he did it in a particular hour, or ala hayatin mu'ayyanatin, or he did it in a particular form, alayhi salatu salam, or qala fi du'aihi qawlan mu'ayyanatin, or he might have said, are you there? He might have said, alayhi salatu salam, a particular speech in one of the incidences that he didn't say in the others. Now, this speech is not mutawatir. The raf'ul yadayn is only mutawatir. The battle of Uhud, what did the Prophet do? The battle of, sorry, uh, Badr. What did he do? He made dua. إِتَّسْتَغِيثُونَ رَبَّكُمْ فَاسْتَجَابَ لَكُمْ أَنِّي مُمِدُّكُمْ بِأَلْفٍ مِنَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ What did the Prophet do? He raised his hand, alayhi salatu salam. In this situation, how did he raise his hand? He raised it higher than normal. Are you there? So it's not just the mere fact that he raised his hands. He raised it more than he used to do. The raising here is not mutawatir. Are you there? This raising is not mutawatir. What's mutawatir? The, the way he raised it is not mutawatir. The raising itself is mutawatir though. The way he did it, which is went high, he, went, he put his hand up even the highest he could. Because the hands are raised according to your need, right? So he went high. You cannot now say that this raising is mutawatir. No, no, this is mutawatir. Are you there, brothers? It's not it's not mutawatir. What's mutawatir? Raf'ul yadayn is mutawatir. No. The raising of the hand is mutawatir, but not this way that the Prophet did it alayhi salatu wasalam. Are you there? 
So one has to realize that. So what you shouldn't do is, you shouldn't say each narration is mutawatir because if you do say that, then you're saying every information in that particular narration is mutawatir. When really it's not. What's mutawatir is what they all have in common, which is raf'ul yadayn, right? Or whichever other example that you may come across. Author Rahimullah said, وَفِيهَا الْمَقْبُولُ وَالْمَرْدُودُ لِتَوَقُفُ الْإِسْتِذَالِ بِهَا عَلَى الْبَحْثِ عَلَى حَوَالِ الْرُوَاتِهَا دُونَ الْأَوَّلِ The author Rahimullah, Hafiz al-Hajar, he categorized the hadith which is ahad in terms of what? مِنْ حَيْثُ الصِّحَّةِ وَالضَّعْفِ in terms of authenticity and weakness. We're looking at hadith now in terms of where, if it's authentic or not. Are you there? وَفِيهَا fil ahadi. Because the ahad is only what's maqbool and mardud. We already took the mutawatir, doesn't need that. Mutawatir is sahih. It doesn't need no looking. صح? So we say وَفِيهَا in it, meaning in the hadith which is ahadir, hadith which is ahad, is al-maqbool al-mardood, a siha wal-da'af, authenticity and weakness. Okay? So what does the hadith which is ahad require from us? It requires from us in another if asalidi to check its chain. and to also follow up ahwal al-wati wal-riwayati. We have to follow the narrators and the... We need to follow the narrators. Isn't that, that's what it needs from us. Are you with me, brothers? وَفِيهَا إِنْ إِتْأَيِي فِي الْأَخْبَارِ إِنْ أَخْبَارِ إِذَا الْمَقْبُولُ مَقْبُول here means What does مَقْبُول mean? Hafiz says وَهُوَ مَا يَجِبُ الْعَمَلُ بِهِ عِنْدَ الْجُمْهُورِ According to the jumhur of the ulama, you have to implement it. That مَقْبُول actually means a hadith which you have to do. The implementation of it is what? Is obligatory. Here he adds on to saying لِتَوَقُّفُ لِاسْتِدْلَالِ بِهَا عَلَى الْبَحْثِ عَلَى أَحْوَالِ الرُّوَاتِهَا دُونَ الْأَوَّلِ Pay attention here. لِتَوَقُّفِ The hadith which is ahad, you have to stop. Because it requires and it needs from you. الْبَحْثِ عَنْ أَحْوَالِ الرُّوَاتِهَا You have to stop and check the narrators. دُونَ الْأَوَّلِ Not the first. Which was the first? The mutawatir. The mutawatir, you don't. The mutawatir, la yatawakafu. It is not, you don't have to stop because of the narrators and the chain you need to check. As for the ahad, he's saying to you, it's accepted and it's rejected because it needs observation. It needs you to look into the, the ruwat. So, two things you need to do uh, when it comes to a hadith which is ahad. What is it that you need to do? The first one is another fi asanidi. You need to check the chain. Are you there, brothers? 
And the second one is you need to check you have to check the narrators who are narrating it. ولذلك, clearly what's come up for you here is a hadith which is martud. A hadith which is rejected is rejected for one of two reasons. The first one is The chain of narration is disconnected. Okay? And the second one is The narrators being criticized. So if you ever hear a hadith which is da'if, scholars they say to you, this hadith has been made weak. It's one of two reasons. They weaken this hadith. They only weaken it for one or two reasons. One of, one of, one of two reasons. The first reason is what? Asakto fi The chain is disconnected. Disconnection of the chain. So it's going to be one of one of two. It's going to be one of two. One of the one of two. When we say the chain is disconnected, it's one of two. Either it is apparent that the disconnection is zahir. We can see it with our eyes. When you look, clearly you can see. Are you there? How many come under that? Four. Sah? The one that's zahir, where your eyes can see that the chain is disconnected, is what? It's four types. The first one is mursal. Then we have the mu'dal. Then we have the munqati'. And then we have the Mu'allaq. We're going to come to these four. These are the four types of disconnection. The first one is Mursal. The first one is Mursal. The second one is Mu'dal. The third one is Munqati'. Munqati'. And the fourth one is what? Mu'allaq. These four are disconnection which are apparent. Your eyes can see. It's not, it doesn't require to be an expert in this field. Are you with me? And then comes the disconnection which is khafi, it's hidden. Are you with me brothers and sisters? This one really is hard for an ordinary student of knowledge to come and to go into it and know it. Are you there? And what are those? The first one is the mudallas, the hadith which is mudallas. And the mursal which is khafi. The mursal which is? The mursal which is? Mursal which is khafi. So the mudallis, hadith which is mudallis, and narrated by the person who is mudallis, and the second one which is mursal khafi. Are you there? Are we all together? Those two are hard for the eye to see. It requires a little a bit further more research. That's the first type of why a hadith is rejected. The second reason why a hadith is rejected is because of what? A narrator is criticized. If a narrator is criticized, he's criticized for one of one of two. If they ever criticize a narrator, they are only criticizing him for what? One of two. Either they are criticizing his dabt, his precision. <coughs> Or they are criticizing his integrity, his adala. The ta'ala varawi is either his dabt or his what? His adala. Are you with me? So his precision is not there. So scholars will not take it. Or his adala. Either he's mutahamu bil kalim, he's a kadhab, 
Oh, he's mutahamu bil kalib. Oh, he has al-fisq. He's got bid'a. Huh? Yeah? Oh, he's majhul. He's unknown. Likes of this. This is this is his integrity. Are you with me, brothers? So he dubbed five kamat from it. Are you with me? Su'ul hifdi, fuhshul galad. Uh, and the likes of five come out from this one. And then five also come out from what? From his adala, which is ten altogether why a person is returned down. Inshallah ta'ala, we will go into that later. The author is going to bring it later. But I just want to give you an idea of what's, what's in front of you. So the hadith which is sahih, hadith which is sahih, or which is maqbool and it's accepted the author is going to bring it to us soon it's only two the maqbool hadith are only two it is sahih or a hasan hadith if a hadith is sahih or if a hadith is maqbool eh, hasan are you there brothers if a hadith is sahih if a hadith is this, sahih is accepted and if a hadith is hasan, it's also accepted. The difference between a hadith which is sahih and a hadith which is hasan, the difference between the two of them is right, only precision. The precision is greater with the hadith which is sahih. And the precision is slightly lower in the hadith which is hasan. If you hear this hadith is hasan, it means the precision is a bit lower. Like in both of them, integrity-wise, adala, they're both the same. Adala, if anybody who's criticized for adala, straight away he falls into what? Da'af. Or wada. Fabricator. Pay attention. Integrity is not accepted. Precision is, okay, maybe it can be something Allah created you in. Your memory could be bad or your precision could be, ah? We will just weaken your narration. But if something's to do with your integrity, Okay? It's rejected. Except the only one that they bring out of it is bid'ah. The bid'ah is a discussion amongst the ulama. Allah yuqawiyya madhabahu the condition. That it doesn't strengthen the person's madhab. Like if a Shi'i is narrating a hadith that talks about the virtues of Ali, it won't be taken from him. But if he's talking about hadith that speaks about other matters, and he's not known to lie, and he's not known to, and etc. He has the other, he's got the other types of integrity in place, okay? But he's only got this bid'ah in him. Is it taken or is it not? There's a discussion amongst the ulama. Are you there, brothers? There's a difference between, there's a difference between the scholars. So what we need to understand is that the akhbar, a khabar, all of its types is really if we sit down and we look at it and we analyze it the way it should be it's only categorized into two a khabar which is sitqin a khabar which is right and we say this khabar is true or a khabar which is kadibin it's a lie okay a khabar which is sitq is it's any information or statement that's in accordance to reality. 
and khabar which is kadib ayakun al khabar it is that the khabar is mukhalifan lil waqi it's in opposition to the waqi to the reality out there now do we need to look at the person who is saying something do we need to look at their intention do we need to look at the person's intention or do we just look at the mere fact that their statement is in accord in a, is in accordance to the reality or is in opposition to the reality is that what we look at or do we look at the person's intention are you with me so we learn that from this that the person's intention does not matter ولذلك when the prophet he said kadhaba abu salabil abu salabil lied Abu Salabil didn't intend to lie. Are you with me? He didn't intend to lie. He said something that was in opposition to the reality, the waqi. Are you there? And the Prophet referred to it as what? Kadib. Are you there? When you go to the Kitab Al Kamil written by Ibn Al Adi, Ibn Adi, Rahimahullah. Al-Jurjari What does he bring? He brings a chapter where the Salaf who had al-Ummah starting from the Prophet and the companions and the saying to people he lied and all it was is in opposition to the truth So the intention of the person بصرف النظر عن نية المخبر حال إخباره بذلك الخبري We don't really care what that person intended and what he meant we just look at it, is it in accordance to the reality or is it not? The same is when the khabar is a lie. We just look at if it's in accordance to the reality or if it's in opposition to the reality. So if it's in opposition to the reality, it's a lie. And if it's in accordance to the reality, it's a truth. We don't care about the person's intention. Then the author says, وَقَدْ يَقَعُ فِيهَا مَا يُفِيدُ الْعِلْمَ النَّظَرِيَّ بِالْقَرَائِنِ عَلَى الْمُخْتَارِ Hafidh ibn Hajar, he says, وَقَدْ يَقَعُ فِيهَا It will happen. So Hafidh still, ما زال يتكلم عن خبري الأحاد. He's talking about what? He's talking about a khabar which is? He's still talking about khabar which is ahad. Singular. So he says, وَقَدْ يَقَعُ فِيهَا مَا يُفِيدُ Sometimes it can happen. It can happen here means what? The singular narration, singular narration here is what? Al-Munqasamati ila mashhurin wa azizin wa gharib. The hadith which is categorized in one of the three, one of the three, mashhur, aziz and gharib. That's ahad, right? Any one of those three, sometimes it can show ilm, certainty. Before we took what has what shows certainty? Mutawatir. Mutawatir is what shows certainty. Are you with me? What did we say that? What does what does it what does it what did the author say Rahimullah? It shows ilm which is dhani, right? Khabar ahad shows ilm which is dhani, right? What does mutawatir show? Ilm which is Yaqini, certainty, right? Knowledge which is certainty. The khabar which is ahad 
المحتف بالقرائن we'll explain what محتف بالقرائن means it reaches what is known as علم النظري not علم اليقيني but علم النظري إذا علم النظري is knowledge which is after observation you reach certainty متواتد though you don't need to observe to reach certainty does it make sense? You, by just knowing the fact that so many people said it, you don't need to observe it. You just know it's certainty comes with it. As for the one which is ahad, the certainty comes ba'dan nadari, after observation. Good. What does it mean, al-khabar, al-muhtafu bil-qara'in? He says, if a hadith which is singular, pay attention to this. So if a hadith which is, is mutawatir, automatically the hadith which is mutawatir, what does it benefit us? Somebody tells you something, and another person tells you, another person, another person, another person, another person, another person. Like, it's just certainly like, that's it. Are you there? Are you with me? If one person tells you, there's that, mm, he could have heard it wrong, he could be right, there's a possibility, he might have took the information wrong. So I had, that's what he shows you, he said. Before, right? He, showed, he said that to you. And the mutawatir shows you what? Certainly. If the mutawatir, so if the ahad that didn't show you certainty, it can be pushed a bit up. It can be made to become certainty after observation. It can. What is it that can push it up? This is called muhtaf. Muhtaf bil qara'in means external factors can kind of push it up, the had and kind of give it certainty now. And they are the following. Number one, ma akhrajahu shaykhan. Any ahadith which are had, which Bukhari and Muslim narrate. Are you with me? It becomes what? It's power. It's not just a normal ahad now. Are you there? <coughs> if Ahad is in Bukhari and Muslim, both of them. Are you with me, brothers and sisters? Yeah? This Ahad, we say, it is what? What does it benefit us? Yufidu al-ilm al-nadari. Sah? But how, what made this Ahad reach ilm al-nadari? Factors helped it. What is the factor that helped it? Bukhari and Muslim. The fact is, it is their books is what helped it. Why is Bukhari and Muslim? Eh? Ah. I said ilmun nadari now. Ilmun nadari means ilm here is certainty. The nadari is once you've reached that certainty through observation. A had always can be reached. Through certainty has to come through observation. Whereas the mutawatir, you reach the certainty straight away without having to look into it. You don't require a stidlal and another turning over pages. You don't need that for mutawatir. Sahih? Are you with me? Like when the hadith is ahad, if you want to reach ilm, certainty in this matter, what, is it, what do you have to do? You have to look for if it's got muhtafim bil qara'i. That's nadar that you're observing. Why does a hadith which is a had narrated in Bukhari and Muslim, 
Why would it reach that level of certainty? Why would it reach that station? Why? How would it reach it? Ibn Hajar mentions to you, he says, the first one, The reason why Bukhari and Muslim, he mentions this in his, in his Nusat al-Nadar. He says, Bukhari and Muslim, their nobility and their status in this field is greater than anyone else. The second one is, so first of all, they individually, Bukhari and Muslim, their integrity, their nobility, their affairs is high. Second is that their knowledge of distinguishing weak from uh, sahih is unprecedented. Unprecedented. Third reason he mentions is, and the fact that the Ummah, the scholars, have taken their two books with acceptance. Pay attention, half of the Hajjah did not restrict the acceptance that Bukhari and Muslims' books, book has reached. When he said here, He should have said, Generally speaking, are you there, brothers and sisters? Generally speaking, Bukhari and Muslim, their two books, generally speaking, they have been taken on with acceptance. But that doesn't mean every single narration has. Because there are some narrations, and Imam Al-Dara in Taqadahu, he criticized with that which is in Bukhari and Muslim. Are you with me? We have Abu Mas'ud al-Dimashqi. We have Abu Ali al-Jayyani, rahimahullah. These three Imams have intiqadat, criticism of the narration. He goes and follows up the hadith which are in it. Are you there? So what the acceptance in both of these two books are, generally speaking, there are some words, riwayat which are shadda in Bukhari and Muslim. Are you there? Riwayat and hadith which are shadda. That are found in Sahih Bukhari and Muslim. Are you with me? So these three reasons are the reason why Bukhari and Muslims are hadith. The hadith which are ahad have reached that level of ilm and nazari.